It's another bonus episode of the Anecdotal Experience Podcast. This one is for the people. We're given back to the day ones. Just doing this podcast work for the love of the game. And also because we came upon a lot of capital when I faked my death. And my sister scored a $20,000 insurance payout. I now live on a plywood raft. Thank you for coming to the Anecdotal. Thank you for stopping by the anecdotal experience podcast it's a bonus episode it's a little different kind of the same but zach hollinger is on the podcast today zach's been on before check out his old episode old it's uh new and improved now no it's just different it's bonus uh talk about god religion and stuff maybe you think well i don't really mess with the god religion it's not really my thing you know what i'm gonna skip it and that's not fine. I think you should listen anyway. If you get into it and you're like, well, this is boring, then turn it off. That's fine. But I think you might like it. I added a couple. Oh, like the Facebook page. It's so insanely hard to get someone to click on liking a Facebook page. Anyway, I added a couple references and stuff to this because it's important to know what you're talking about. All right, let's do this with Zach Hollinger. Of life is fighting who you want to be in the moment mm-hmm. and for the long term being the person that you actually want to be. Yeah. You know, I find that all the time. Yeah. Because I think you can... Like the, I don't know. I imagine the person I want to be, the person that makes the right decision. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you can forego the momentary, like what you want to do, if you want to like take pills or something like that mm-hmm. and get on the right track, if you want to drink less, if you want to, it's always there. And then you'll always be, I don't know, proud of what you did and the full, that, that gratification. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. Yeah, I think there can be that. I mean, there is that pride when you choose when you choose what's right over what you think is wrong even if you want it or not. Like I think there's that. Yeah, like I did the right thing. Like yeah. But I overcame. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, oh, that brings us to the argument we were having. Yeah. Yeah. Our sir, I felt like we were very circular. Mm-hmm. So we need to decide. Okay, what's your? What was your original idea when I asked you what's a unpopular opinion, be it religious or otherwise? I just said religious mm-hmm. to like stem you into a direction. Sure. <clears throat> um, I think there was a couple. I do you want me to do to say one at a time, or what was the idea of the right and wrong one? Right and wrong. Do you I have think, a few? Well, there's a couple different. A couple different aspects, but they're they all kind of hinge off of the same yeah foundation, I think. And really, what it was was that there is like like there is truth. There is you know, which also if there is truth, then there is right and wrong. If there is right and wrong, um, we need to be able to figure out what that is. Figuring um, out what is right and what is wrong, mm-hmm. and so where that an was, absolute truth of that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a term. Yeah. Okay. Um, and being able to discuss those things, which I think our culture has 
gotten away from being able to discuss things in a way that is healthy or we're free to talk about things without someone feeling like someone hates them or to voice the fact that they may think right is to disagree yeah to disagree in a healthy way yeah to like fundamentally listen to someone else and say okay i initially think you're wrong but convince me that um misogyny is okay you know i think even having that open-mindedness because mm-hmm. a lot of people be like no i won't tolerate it i won't even listen to someone that's misogynist i think it's important to say even as i mean obviously as a woman i think you need to even listen to someone that says no this is the right way mm-hmm. um First off, okay. Uh, Boy. I've heard the word misogyny, and I don't fully understand what it means. So before uh, I can like, talk about I, it, I mean, I, I think to... it's just like <clears throat> a man thinking he's better than a woman, and that oh, okay, it's gotcha. his place to uh, inherently he's in control. Got it. I could be wrong, but that's what I believe. Okay, I'm not looking it up, and that's how I'll operate for the purpose of cool. this discussion. Either so. we're in war, or we'll have a discussion and. We'll both be knuckleheads because it means like nothing else, like <laughs> nothing salted <different>. meat. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be unfortunate. Yeah, oh. I'm editing that joke out. Good. I'm not. That was practice, right? <laughs> okay, <clears throat> but go with what I said. Is it important? You're saying it's important to listen. Yeah, I mean, it's important to be able to have a discussion. But um, you think there is a we could whittle down to a place where we could all agree. Um, no, I don't think I've ever said that. Um, you know, in our discussion we had earlier, I don't think that necessarily everyone will agree. Um, but I doesn't mean that I don't think that there are things that are true and that are not true. Like what? Things that are true or not true. Yeah. Um, like I think that it's Tron. It, Wow. Can you edit that out? Nope. <laughs> I don't even, know what, that, <laughs> I don't even okay. know what that word was. Trom. Trom. <laughs> yeah, I do think it's Trom. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, you know, I do think it's wrong for someone to cold-bloodedly just murder someone for their own selfish intentions. Like, That's a good place like, to start. Yeah, yeah. like what we uh-huh. were talking about earlier. Uh-huh. You know, if I just came up to you, whether I knew you or not, said, Joey, give me your car. And you said no. And I'm like yeah give it to me i want it and you said no and i either just take your car or kill you and take your car like i think those are both wrong things for me to do yeah but okay is it universally wrong is it universally wrong for everyone or yourself i feel like if and i i don't know i guess i don't know if exactly what you're trying to get out with that but you know i would say for almost everyone they would be they would feel like it was wrong for them if someone came up to them and stole their car from them right they would be upset not only because there's consequences because now they don't have transportation but because they think it's inherently wrong for someone to take something that's theirs do you think there's any do you think there's anything in life that you think everyone could agree on that maybe cold-blooded murder of a stranger you know it's hard to say that because some people will some people will just disagree because you know they want to um i would say 
a very large population of the world would agree that just walking up and killing someone for no well of course yeah but i guess that's what i'm saying i guess with <clears throat> so you base your truth so you base your truth and what's right and what's wrong because you don't want to have a sense of like relativism right you you're saying i think there's things that are you know that aren't relatively true i mean i think there's things that are true or are not true okay and, what are those things that you could not be convinced otherwise to say this could be false. Um, what are like standards in your life? Because you're, I mean, you're a Christian guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. What do you believe? What? Because there are things that I kind of had to come to terms with. The fact that I fundamentally in my head <clears throat> believe some of the things that I was led to believe were wrong or not even necessarily true. Um then it kind of forced me to bring all my walls down and figure out what I actually do mm-hmm. believe to be true, whether it be feelings or logically. Um, and what, I don't know. It, whenever, I feel like whenever I say whatever felt right to me, everyone initially says, well, that doesn't matter. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's this like, well, you can't just do what you feel like. Yeah. But <clears throat> I can't deny. You can't deny having that feeling. No. No, yeah. I mean, the same way that, like what we, we talked about earlier. Yeah. There's lots of things that don't feel good to me that, you know, are right. You know, it doesn't feel good to to have to work hard and do and earn things. You know, that sucks sometimes. Yeah. You know, but it's the right thing to do to provide for myself or provide for family, you know, in other situations. But What's your um, definition of right? Something, we're talking... And when I'm saying that, I'm meaning morally, ethically, right. Okay. Like, does More, that make sense? Yeah, but what is that? What is, if you could describe a right action? I can give you mine. Okay, yeah, that might help. I think, from what I've learned in life, I think you need to, the like, correct thing to do, I think, is to live sacrificially. Because there have been times in my life where I've thought, I've genuinely had the thought, why is it always me? You know, why am I always getting the short end of the stick? Why am I always the one that has to suffer? And it's been abundantly clear. And that's kind of the story of Jesus for me. It's the reminder. It's like, it's always going to be you. And that's, I think there's only true satisfaction in being the consistent absorber of the bad. And to trust yourself to be the person that always has to take it and say, cause it's me, cause I can handle it because I've been chosen. I think there's satisfaction in that. So I think it's the idea that the right move is the selfless thing to do. Yeah. I think in a lot of times, you know, that, that can be true. I would have to have like a specific example to say like in this situation, I feel like that's right. Um, and you know, I think that Christ did set that example, you know, he set the example of, Hey, like you guys are messed up. Like the people of this world, like you've made terrible decisions and you know, you can't undo what you've done. And so, you know, I'm going to sacrifice myself to make things right. Um, and Christ did set that example. Um, and so that's the one area that, you know, I would agree with you. You know, it's it's right to to try to help people. It's right to, 
to be willing to sacrifice or have the understanding that life's not about you and about, you know, having everything you want or, you know, the latest whatever, you know, it's not about that. There's a bigger purpose to why we're here. Yeah, I think, I think the idea and I've, I've heard this expressed a lot. A lot of times when people have kids. Can you scoot forward a little bit? Yep. Yeah. Um, then I think what I've noticed is a common thread, mm-hmm. which is pretty much what you're always looking for. You're looking for pattern. Pat, for me, when I'm like in, you know, people search for truth is I look for patterns. And what is making, why are these happy people happy? Mm-hmm. Why do I want to be like this guy? Why don't I want to be like that guy? And one thing I notice in people who have children and they express this all the time, is it forces them to live and prioritize someone else Mm -hmm. and the freedom that that gives, which I think is a testament to my point. Once you stop thinking about yourself, your life really becomes more enjoyable if you're not concerned with your own needs. Yeah. No, I understand. And that's, we've talked about that, I think, before, you know, that pursuit. But not on the microphone, baby, so it doesn't count. All right. Um, you know, that pursuit of the endless pursuit of finding pleasure in what makes you happy. Yeah. Um, it literally never will stop. Like you, you literally never will find enough things or, or people or whatever to make you happy. Yeah. You know, it's just not how it works. Um, what is your thing? Okay. Cause I don't, what is you you understand this like you <clears throat> just voiced it so you know you're not going to get an xbox and be happy yeah you know what Secrets is your out. yeah do you have uh do you have something what is your do you have like an idol where you know i strive for this but i know it ultimately won't make me happy yeah i mean for oh wait that it won't make me happy yes gotcha that you know it can be like when you're a kid it's like because i i honestly feel i don't relate to this because people always like jim carrey has a quote uh-huh. And he says, uh, I wish everyone could get what they always wanted so they could know it wasn't the answer. Okay. And to me, the things I strive for in life, um, like I wanted my own apartment. Mm-hmm. Let's take that for example. Okay. I wanted a car that worked. All right. I want a car with air conditioning. These were things where I'm like, I'm going to be happy when I can sit in a cool apartment in mm-hmm. a, like, a chill car. Okay. <clears throat> I, when I got those things... I was happy. I was so happy. I was grateful and I was happy. So I feel, I don't know. I feel like I achieved the happiness. Maybe I just, I don't know. I don't think anything's, maybe I'm just self-aware enough to know that I think just being grateful is the, you know, yeah. I don't know. The well, real. I think, I think too, like with that, I mean, happiness, yeah, like you feel happy or you, you eat a good sandwich you feel great like yeah. it's awesome or you meet an awesome person that you know that cares about you and and mm-hmm. loves you like you feel great like yeah. those things but sometimes those things change and when they change happiness goes away right. i mean so you get a you get a new car or something like that and it gets old it breaks down right like you're no longer happy now like does that make sense like you do have those moments. Like I'm, I'm right. I won't deny there's moments where you know things make you happy, um, but nothing is going to make you happy forever. Yeah, I maybe I, 
maybe I just have that. Maybe I'm aware enough to know, like, yeah, nothing's going to make me happy. I'm always going to be kind of... And you can appreciate what you have in the moment. And, I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's gratitude, because I always am thankful for what I have. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm always... I feel like I've already made it, man. You know? I really am. I feel like I'm... I live in an apartment on my own. I got a kitchen. I got, like, computer. I got money. In... I'm always thankful, mm-hmm. you know? Gratitude is the secret to a good life. Mm-hmm. It's not being, not thinking something will make you happy, but it's the idea that look what I have. Yeah. You know? And so do you think that, you know, that gratitude is what will help you be happy? Like that is what makes 100%. you happy? Okay. I think... For sure. Yeah. 100% in my life, I think of myself as a happy person. Okay. Whatever happiness means. But I enjoy my life because <clears throat> I feel like I've already won the lotto. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I got it, man. I'm set. I don't need shit from no one. I don't need shit from life because I got it all. Mm-hmm. You know? Everything else is just for fun now whatever I want to achieve or, you know, sure. I'd like to have a wife at some point, but I don't need that. I'm good. Yeah. I'm not going to be, and it's not that that won't change anything. It'll just be a new aspect of life. Mm -hmm. Not better, not worse, just different. You know? Yeah. Do you have any, do you, who are you? Who am I? What do you want? What do you want out of life? Um, I think it kind of relates to what we, we had kind of broached earlier. I think you had kind of talked about like what, I guess what makes, no, not what makes me happy, but like, oh, now I'm trying to remember your question you asked me. But what you want. Like what I want that I know won't fulfill me or what I want. Oh, yeah. Let's start. Do you know what that answer is? Um, I think when I was a kid, it was a, a Nintendo 64. I think. Yeah, that but was, what is it now as like a grown ass man? Oh, now? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've actually wrestled with this a lot recently. Okay. Just because I'm, what, 28, I'll be 29 this year. Um, I'm not married, don't own my own house. Okay. And, you know, just been wrestling around with, you know, what does that mean? Those are grown people yeah. things to covet, dude. Right? Yeah. Um, and so I think for me right now, what I, I think in my head is that, you know, it'd be nice to have a house. That'd yeah. That'd be one thing. Obviously, it'd be nice, you know, to to be married. That's you know, that's one thing we've both talked about. You yeah. Know, the in the value of relationships there, but um, so that would probably be one of the the main things. Either a new car, like that, would be something that I feel like would make me really happy. But I know, yeah. like, isn't like a life fulfilling thing, right? Um, or you know, to own my own house, that would be those would be two things currently for me. That would be pretty cool. But you know, deep down. It's not going to. Yeah. I mean, that won't fulfill me for forever. Yeah. Like the fact that I own a house, I won't need to stop doing everything else in my life to like feel value or yeah, to stop pursuing anything else just because I now have a house. So I think you get to the point in your life where you realize it doesn't end. Yeah. You know, and then you come to terms with the fact that you're not, you're going to be discontent. And you become kind of like content with your own discontent. 
Mm-hmm. And you, I think you can truly experience <clears throat> life because you're not waiting for the next thing. Well, and I don't know if you have to... I don't know if you have to be content with your discontent. I'm just calling can, it discontent yeah. for lack of a better. It really is just... You can change what I think... I think you can change what makes you content. I mean, you can place that, you know, that desire and that happiness and things that, you know, aren't just going to pass away or... Right. Or crumble or whatever yeah. you want to say. But not be around... Not be around me anymore. In, yeah. <laughs> what, what are moments for you where you think oh this is the true do you have any experiences because i could start if you don't but like experiences that are kind of like epiphanies where you think oh this is it we made it it's right here it's in this moment this is the this is what life's about because yeah. I've had that where, where I'm like making a connection with people or I see someone's face or something. And I'm like, that was it for a moment, for a brief moment in time. I saw joy mm-hmm. and it wasn't a sick Nintendo 64. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think for me, you know, where I find that that value and that fulfillment, that joy um you know, I think it comes from, I mean, we've talked before you know, about my beliefs and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm a believer. And so, um, you know, that, that value that doesn't go away and that value that doesn't change is, is living my life in a way that, you know, kind of like what you had said, you know, before is in a way that's emulating Christ, you know, like you had said that Christ lived in a way that he sacrificed for everyone around him and right. you, you find value in sacrificing for people around you. Um, and so I, I do find that fulfillment in living a way that, you know, that Christ has called me to live. Um, not that I do that perfectly by any means, nor does, you know, nor does any Christian, um, you know, we don't, I believe that if you have an accurate understanding, you know, you can't claim to be perfect. You know, Christ came to save us because we make mistakes and those kinds of things. Um, but Okay. Can you think of moments in time where you were trying to emulate Jesus Christ and you had that experience and you thought, oh, this is it. This is the joy that comes with self-sacrifice. Yeah, I mean, there's times, you know, in my my job where it would have been easy enough to... Remind us what you do. Uh, I didn't listen to the last one. um, I work for the Department of Child Services, so I investigate reports of abuse and neglect. Um, I mean, there's lots of times where it would have been easier because, you know, how long I'd been working that day or the situation to not make other attempts to try and to to see kids that I needed to or to to maybe do my best to to spend or spend extra time trying to track people down or get to the bottom of things just because it's not convenient. It sucks sometimes because there's a lot to do and you're a human and you get tired um and so there's times where you know because i feel like we are called to have a good work ethic and to do the best that we can do um and choosing to do that i mean there's it feels good to be able to say you hey you did a good job you know you did what you needed to do um and in life in general i don't know a specific time right now but you know those times i don't know if you've ever been in a situation like this where it's easy to not 
tell the truth about something because then oh, you yeah. won't have consequences for things. Sometimes lies are best for everyone. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. If Sometimes it's easier, but if we talked earlier too, just because something's efficient doesn't necessarily make it, make it right. I think if it's easy, it's usually wrong. If it's easy, I hey, I would say that's probably not too far off, yeah. the, off from the truth. So. I feel like the most easy decision to make in a tough spot yeah. is usually the wrong one. Yeah. Because it wouldn't be a tough decision if it was easy to make. Right? If yeah. there's no sacrifice, like you talked about, if there's no you know personal sacrifice. Um, but yeah, I think times like that where I could have and chose not to because that was the right thing to do, I think that honestly is the times that I feel some of the most fulfilled that that I've ever felt. So, and again, not, I'm by, not by far claiming to say that I do that all the time, but wait, you're not perfect. Oh man. Is this, do you release this online? (laughs) We're live, baby. Facebook live. We're not. Okay. Good. That seems like something that could be true, but it's not. Okay. (laughs) No, I know what you're saying though. Cause also in your line of work, I feel like most people's MO when they get a job is, I gotta make money. This mm-hmm. is my this is my means to an end to make money. I'm gonna do it to the best of my ability only to make the most money. But I think with your job, it it it's interesting when you do a job not necessarily because it's a means to an end and you can make money and mm-hmm. go home and compartmentalize and it be over. Yeah. When you do a job that's very self sacrificial, you know? It's a very like consumes your life. Mm-hmm. And you're not doing it because it's a means to an end. You're doing it because it's something you feel compelled to do, and you just happen to be kind of getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I, I do definitely get paid for it. That is that is for sure. I don't do it for free, but yeah, um, it is something. And I've, I've talked about this because you know I have I have friends or I know people that you know they work in different um, industries that are maybe much more um, lucrative. Lucrative, that was a good word, yeah. thanks. Um, but I think a lot of the value that I do get out of my my job and what I do isn't necessarily the the money aspect of it, but that, you know, I get a lot of value out of knowing I did a good thing. I know I, I helped someone or I, you yeah. know, made a situation different or at least tried to do something rather than not trying to do anything different. So I do find a lot of value in that too, but. Yeah, I think that's... Uh, <clears throat> I think that's cool. And I think that's ultimately your natural inclination is to say, me, how much money can I get? Mm-hmm. What's the least amount of work I can do? And what's the most money I can get? Let's take care of me, you know? Yeah. And I think <clears throat> you, and I, I'm not, you know what? I'm perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, obviously, yeah. it's, it's the, I find myself combating a lot in my life yeah. to say, hey, maybe taking care of yourself and doing whatever decision is best for you in this Mm -hmm. moment um, isn't what defines what is right. Not even that. Yeah. Not even, I'm not even talking right and wrong. I'm saying, like, let's say someone needs me to help them move, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, The best decision for me, a stranger. Someone's not even accounting on me. It's like a friend of a friend. It's like, if you can make it, we'd appreciate it if you come out. All right? Nine o'clock, Saturday morning, all right? I I think, oh, uh, what's best for me? Whatever, I don't wanna do that. I'm just gonna like dick around my apartment, okay? But maybe had I gone and helped 
mm-hmm. and been self-sacrificial, maybe I really would have got some fulfillment out of that and experienced something greater than me, and I'd be better off for it. Maybe I wouldn't have just lost two hours. Maybe I would have actually had one of those moments, mm-hmm. you know, sacrificing my Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, and I think that why that, you know, to bring us kind of back what we were talking about earlier, the reason why that is so fulfilling to me is because I think that, you know, those things are right. Like, I think that that is the right thing to do. Not that you have to, you know, you have to say yes to anyone that asks you to help with something. But, you know, I think it is fundamentally right to help people. It's fundamentally right to try to make people or try to make the situation better rather than making the situation worse. Yeah. But. Yeah. Totally. Here's where I think what that what you said, I differ from. Okay. Because okay. we were talking earlier. You're, you place a lot of value in right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Those two words. And for me, I think it's relative. Because I think the right thing, there is no right thing for me to do on that Saturday morning. I'm going to do what I want to do. And I'm going to do whatever I do. But I think the hard decision to make... This decision to self-sacrifice, I think, is usually the decision that's the thing that's obviously dumb. What's in it for me? But I think because it's so difficult, it's the most rewarding. Okay. Because you do not see the fruits of your labor. You're like, I'm not getting paid. There's no benefit. I can't do anything with it. But once you do it, then you have that experience then you for some reason it's intangible you can't put it on paper you didn't make any money you didn't get any sleep you didn't do anything enjoyable but for some reason you feel better you know yeah i understand that and it kind of can in situations like that i feel like it can be a little bit more relative whether it's you should do it or you shouldn't do it i just don't worry about right and wrong yeah and that's where we're different yeah you know and that is one thing that I think is, I mean, there are things that I believe are right and things that I believe are wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. See, for me, I don't. I found, maybe you've, you'll feel this. Because mm-hmm. I used to be, I mean, call me whatever you want to call me. But I used to have these like thoughts of like, am I doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. Is this right? Is this wrong? <clears throat> What's the, what's, you know, am I sinning? Am I doing this? Is mm-hmm. this right? Is this wrong? What am I doing? I don't know. I, 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 I was like tormented mm-hmm. by, is this sin? Should I worry about this? Am I doing wrong? What should I stop? Is God punishing me? And I got to a point where I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. The stress of it, I thought, if there is an almighty God... He doesn't want me doing this. And he doesn't want you doing what? Losing my mind. Okay. You know, and and stressing out about was this sin? Is it wrong? Am I doing something wrong? Is this sin? Um, And eventually I just said, I don't care. I was so exhausted from trying not to sin that I just said, I don't. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I tr- had to just trust myself that I know what's right and I know what's wrong. And I know when I do something wrong, I know it. 
And I know when I'm justifying it. I know when I'm trying to convince other people to only convince myself that the decision I made was what's best for other people and self-sacrificial. Mm-hmm. When I know, I'm like, I made the wrong decision, you know? So yeah. I leave it to me to use my own barometer, which a lot of Christians in our circle would be like, that's wrong. Even me saying that, they'd say, well, that's wrong. They'd yeah. cut me off of the past. But to me, the only way I can live is to say, hey, you're good. You're a good person. Mm-hmm. And you know what the right decision is and you don't always make it. Well, and that's, you know, honestly, that's the the beauty of Christianity is the fact that, you know, kind of what you talked about is it's it's not on us. Like, as far as figuring out, you know, or making up for the wrong things that we've done or like that kind of stuff, like, it's not up to us. Like, if you believe that, I'm not saying everyone has to, but like, if you believe in Christianity and what the Bible talks about that, um, <clears throat> you know, the way that Christ handled and dealt with that was he paid the penalty for that and for the things that we've done wrong. And so salvation isn't dependent upon that. Um, about us figuring it out or, or earning that or. Right. Definitely. Definitely. But even that as an idea is it's like, should we go on sinning? Should we go on sinning? So that Christ may abound. And it's the same idea. So I would stress over, Oh, I, I let's t- I torrented mm-hmm. a movie. Yeah. All right. Or I didn't pay taxes on something. Okay. Uh, or I what was the other example? Taxes. What did I do? Uh, I speed. Speed. Yeah. 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 I, I would speed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'd run a stop sign if no one was around. Mm-hmm. Um, all those things that I did. I think speeding is the one, and everyone justifies these things. Well, they're like, well, here's how I justify it. And I think we should all just be honest mm-hmm. with the fact that you're sinning. If you believe this, you're sinning. You're breaking the law. You're not paying taxes. You're sinning. So come to terms with it and figure out why you're content sinning and not caring. That's a great question. Rather I than, because I feel like we just wrap it up with, well, I speed because I keep up with traffic, so it's okay. Yeah. You know, whatever. You come up, you justify it, mm-hmm. and then you're like, it's okay. I got this. But in reality, it's like, dude, you're sinning. You're sinning. Mm-hmm. You're sinning, and you do it every day, and you know it, and yeah, you don't care. Just because someone doesn't care about something doesn't necessarily mean it's right either, right? I mean, right. But I'm saying, look at your sin in the face and figure out why you don't care. Yeah, you and know, that's a great question. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. I agree. And that was one thing I've I've had to do mm-hmm. is look at things that I do in my life that are biblically wrong, mm-hmm. you know, or even something <clears throat> like, uh, even something like gay, like sodomy. Yeah. In the Bible, if you read it, I think with apologetics are crazy. Cause it's like, just own it. Own that the Bible said some weird shit in it. Okay. I'm Embrace gonna, it. Like what? Like I'm, I'm trying to understand. Uh, about how to treat your slaves in Leviticus. Okay. All right. Which is, what do they say? Oh man, I'm not or, familiar with all of. Here's a better example: if okay. you, if a man rapes a woman, he now has to marry that woman. Deuteronomy twenty two twenty eight through twenty nine. Okay, biblical law. Okay, and I think rather than justify what that meant in the context of that day, mm-hmm. just own it. Just look at it and be like, wow, 
God, if this is divinely inspired, you got to just look at it and say, God said to write that down. And this is the way he believes things should be. And come to terms with the fact that your God put this in the Holy Bible. Mm -hmm. And don't shy away from it. Don't protect it. Don't say, well, it's okay. Because people do the same thing with gay marriage and then you get upset. What do you mean by that? Like, Sorry, not you, but I think we do things with things that are very egregious. If for let's take that one, mm-hmm. it's a great example. You know, gay marriage. No, sorry, no. Um, a man raping a woman. Now he's got to okay. marry her. Okay, yep. super egregious. Anyone in the right mind is going to try to justify what the Bible meant by that. Yeah, it's fucked, dude. It's insane. Does it say that it was right? What does it say that a man should do that? Yes, it says a man should rape his wife. No, shouldn't rape, but if he or does, should... do right by her. Okay, so Which it doesn't is... say that it's right to do that. No, not to rape. Yeah. But, but now that you've done it, here's how you fix it. Okay. With something even more f***ed up. Okay. Guess, yeah. And I, I'm not familiar with that specific passage. I haven't I haven't looked into that at all. Right. So. And I don't know what I should... I won't release this if it's if I'm not right. But yeah. I'm just wasting your time now. Because <laughs> I made that up. Do you know what I'm saying, though? <laughs> no, I think there's parts of the Bible that we apologize for. And I think there's a lot of things that are talked about in the Bible. There's a lot of terrible stories that are told that the Bible doesn't say this is what was supposed to happen. This is what, what this was what was God's plan right. for humanity. But it does talk about a lot of those things that happened. Right. Um, I mean, it even talks about like people sacrificing people's children and those kinds of things but mm-hmm. it doesn't say that that should happen and that's the way that god wanted his creation to behave from creation or okay what about this here's this mm-hmm. this is the one i've found this i mean honestly made me sweaty when i was a kid mm-hmm. thinking about was the israelites mm-hmm. slaughtering men women and children 1 Samuel 15, 2-3. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way it was justified was to me was these people had their chance. Mm-hmm. Um, they had their chance to repent, and now they didn't. Now they're being slaughtered. Mm-hmm. And obviously if it's a child, like it's a kid, you know. And I just, to me, it just bothered me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel like anyone addressed it. It was just like, hey, shut up. Shut up. Stop. You're, don't worry about it. Yeah. And you're causing other people to fear. Yeah. You know. You know, and in that in that specific, I, I've heard that, you know, that passage too. Or, and I mean, there's, there's several where yeah, that's man. happened. Like where, books of the Bible where that's what yeah, they did, man. Where entire cultures were wiped out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we do have to understand, you know, because I wasn't there. I don't know what those cultures did, mm-hmm. you know, from what I from what I understand about, you know, the history that I read in the Bible, the history that I read outside of that. You know, there's some cultures back then that were pretty messed up. You know, the things that they did to people, the things they did to their own people. Right. Just like today. I mean, we do terrible things, but back then as well. Right. Um and I, again, I haven't studied this 
or the specific I. passage that you're talking about wrong i'll you know that'd yeah. be really dumb of um, me to say but so. you know in in those kinds of situations you know god i think that he made the decision to do that because um you know one if he does know everything you know if he does understand how things are all going to plan out or play out um you know he knows the culture of what's happening and whether or not you know the things that they're doing to the people around them if it's better for them to not be there anymore or to to still be there does that make sense to be yeah, allowed but to that's still the exist. argument for genocide it's the argument for capital punishment but that's not genocide the, okay but you're talking about eradicating a group of people correct for the wrongs that them and their kin have done yeah not necessarily each individual's crime sure i mean but because the things we're talking about are inside the bible okay and so for us to be able to talk about them and to be able to argue about them uh-huh. or discuss discuss is a nicer word yeah um, no we're arguing for we're sure. arguing. yeah <laughs> um you know we both have to be able to function inside of the Bible and what it's saying as whether or not, you know, there's any basis for truth for it or not. Yeah. And so if you're functioning inside the Bible, the Bible says that God is the basis for all truth and for what is right and wrong. And, you know, in that situation, and this isn't going to sound good, you know, this isn't going to be pleasant to hear. If you read the Bible, it doesn't sound good. Yeah. You're just reiterating. Um, Go ahead. But I'm, I'm sorry. saying yeah. you, God is the standard for what's right and wrong. Yeah. And he is the one that gets to, to decide that. It's not in our hands. So if he says men, women, and children, that's right. In that situation, if he said, you know, it's better for that culture to not be here yeah. than it is for it to continue to be allowed to, to exist and continue doing day after day after day what it does yeah that's i mean that's his decision to make yeah that's interesting too because it's it's kind of i mean he saved rahab yeah which is kind of interesting um she was a prostitute right yep yep yeah and she made a decision to be obedient in a situation and help maybe these people were just so deplorable maybe and i don't know shithead kids Mm -hmm. i don't know we don't know, but I think it's important to. I think it's important to know before you're willing to use an example to justify what. Same reason I, you know, yeah, and Christians have done this just as much as, probably more than mm-hmm. a lot of people is to not be educated in what they're talking about, right? Even about their own beliefs, right? Um, yeah, but you know, both people in a discussion need to be willing to. You know, if we're going to talk about the Bible, then we need to be able to use the Bible to talk about it. Like, True, that's fair. Yeah. Um, what about what about this concept? All right. Um, what about the idea that you might <clears throat> not like God? That do you know what I mean? Because that was mm-hmm. something I kind of um a friend of ours we were talking and we were talking about the idea that people uh would always say you know maybe i get to heaven Mm -hmm. and it's if it's the way i believe it to be that god doesn't like gay people that was the example that was given you'd Mm -hmm. say well whatever i don't want to i don't want to do this i don't want to be oh go ahead sorry yeah you're like whatever i don't want to be a part of your this i don't want into heaven because this is but it's 
And it's the, we were talking about you would. If the alternative was the real lake of fire and eternal like misery and damnation, mm-hmm. you you would do whatever you had to to not have to experience that. You might say, you know what? I don't really like God. The God that turned out to be, mm-hmm. I don't like him, but I'm going to do whatever I can because whatever, like you said, whatever he said is right. Mm-hmm. And I have to obey that versus mm-hmm. fire, you know. You ever think about that? Yeah. I yeah. mean, and in this will, this will broach on a whole nother subject of Christianity as to whether or not you have free will or don't have free will. But I yeah, believe I that that you have the ability to choose. Like, if you don't, if you don't like God and you don't want to have anything to do with him, like, you get that choice. Right. Um if you believe him and you want to have something to do with him, you can also have that choice. Like, yeah, not everyone in the world has to choose that. Now, do I want that because I believe those things and I believe that that is the, the end of everything? Yeah, like I want people to believe that. Am I gonna force people to believe that? Like, no, I'm not gonna sit and hold them down and punch them in the face until they believe that but but wouldn't that be the right thing to do no because i can't make them right you no know, that's okay, not fair. that's not effective people were slaughtered like by right. believers in the past or or christians that you know either claimed or were or weren't christians you know right. people were regardless people were slaughtered in the name of christianity in the past right and that's something that happened and did that make everyone in the world become believers i mean no from that. what their own belief though Okay, so let's say, I mean, again, we're speculating on yeah, history. a lot. We're yeah. speculating, speculating on so many subjects yeah. right now. But <laughs> fact check us. What? I mean, we're not going to be flipping through history books on a podcast. It's not reasonable. Maybe we're wrong, and I'll check it out later. But there were crusades, mm-hmm. and whatever. Let's make this a hypothetical situation. Okay. Okay, this is now hypothetical. New crusade. Yep. A guy believes... Okay, if I can get, like, I'm someone I know, I love them, I care about them. And okay. if what I can do is get them to uh, pray the prayer. Okay. Say the name of God and that they believe. Okay. That's what I believe. If that's what I believe gets you into heaven versus eternal damnation. Yeah. I am going to have them say the prayer before they re- can possibly recant. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to kill them. Okay. So they can't recant. What they said. Okay. Okay. Now, that is the most, my, those are the most pure intentions I could have. That would be the right thing to do. Incorrect. Because I saved him from potential damnation. Incorrect. Because, I mean, what we talked about earlier is good intentions don't make something right or wrong. You know, just because something's effective or something was done with good intentions doesn't make it right or wrong. Yeah, but I'm saying, how is that not the right thing to do? Because that's what he truly believes. Because it's incorrect. If he believes the Bible and what it talks about, he's reading a very different book than what the Bible is. Right. Okay. So it's just, it's not right. Like, that's not... All right, what so the Bible even in... says what saves. Like, that's not... It's just incorrect. That's really unfortunate that he would make a decision like that because that's like the worst of both situations okay 
all right but do you understand my point i understand that the point that you don't like that you feel like that truth is within each person individually and i understand that's kind of where things yeah. are going there but i don't think i guess what i what i was saying with that is mm-hmm. um I think eternal damnation, the okay. lake of fire in yep. hell. It is something that is representative of the worst thing that could ever be. Eternal suffering. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I I think more people, if they believed in this, would commit more time to doing whatever they could to save, to get people to believe in this specific religion so i think let me clarify what you're saying so if more people believed the bible and what it said about the end of time more time evangelizing correct i agree with that statement people are going to baseball games drinking beers too often to believe that there's a hell and those who haven't heard the word of jesus christ are going to hell does that make sense? No, I don't There's understand. There's too many free Saturdays. No, I don't think that's fair. I mean, people, even God believed in the aspect of rest and being able to have time to recuperate yourself. Which I think is interesting, though. Okay. When eternal damnation's on the line, is there time to rest? Yeah. I mean, you, he knows that we're human. The human cannot not rest. And still continue to live. Sure, take a nap. I'm, I'm not saying yeah. perpetually be shouting out of a megaphone. Yeah. But, but maybe. I, I 100% you agree get with my point. I though. do, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I believe that if, if Christians, like if Christians honestly believed that, which what their Bible says. Yeah. And I think some do. I'm not. I'm not generalizing across all all Christians, but I think that there are some that if if they honestly believe in Christianity which means that they believe that the Bible's true. Mm-hmm. And if they believe what the Bible says is true, then you know that's part of that. That's not something you get to just take out of the Bible. Right. Um, that they would be more motivated and and being willing to have conversations about what's true, what's right, what's wrong, how to, you know, to seek redemption for those things and how right. to avoid that end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree with that statement. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. That's just something I kind of, it's a, it's a lot of stuff that I had to voice out loud. And I, mm-hmm. this is me personally, it's my, I guess my anecdotal experience, but I had to come to terms with the fact that I don't believe in physical burning forever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? regardless of justification and reading things and whether it makes sense or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. And, and I'm, and I'm, what I was saying before is, you know, that's, that's something you have the freedom to, to believe. I right. mean, you have the freedom to choose that, but you can't choose to not believe that. And then also believe the Bible. I mean, cause right. That is the Bible. I mean, that's part of it. That's right. Yeah. I guess the comparison I'll just sit, we can move on, but okay. the comparison I made is, um, like, like love wins yeah. for instance. Oh that yeah. Book. I've not read it. I, I think I have heard the general idea of Yeah. It, I listened to him do a talk on it. And, yep. uh, 
And it's something to me. I know I have a confirmation bias and I mm-hmm. know I want to believe that. Mm-hmm. I want to believe that's true. So, and it makes sense. It resonates with me. It's a word mm-hmm. I use a lot where it's something like, ah, that's probably it. Yep. It's, I mean, call it logic, call it emotion, call it whatever you want. Maybe I just don't want to think of people burning forever. Maybe it just really makes more sense to me. But I know I want to believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's important to realize that everyone justifies everything in the Bible. Everyone has their interpretation of it. You know? And I think it's... That's one thing I came to terms with. I had to realize that, like, get in there. Make sense of it for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the dangerous thing with pastors Mm -hmm. and religious leaders is a lot of it's, like, you're listening to someone else's interpretation of the Word of God. You know? Yeah, I mean, hopefully you're reading it on your own as well. Right. But you are trusting what they're telling you is true and if you don't trust them you should look into it yourself right and you know look for the answers i mean that's what that's one thing that you're supposed to do is you're not i don't think the bible ever calls us to blindly believe it or to blindly believe you know what people tell us about it you know look for him i mean what it says look for him and you'll find matthew 7 7 through 8 and again, we might need to fact check that. I can't remember where that's yeah, at. Yeah, sure. I'll, yeah, just let me know whatever you want me to look into and we'll, you know. But if you seek him, you'll find him. But if you're yeah. not seeking and you don't want to seek him, like, that's fine. Like, you don't, I mean, and fine is, I don't mean that to mean, like, I don't care about it. Like, you have I the option to do that. You know, like I said, I want people to find him because I think that that's yeah. true. I think what it talks about is true. Um, so, yeah, I don't want people that, for that, for them at the end either right said that really well i hope you got that i understand what you're saying yeah (laughs) and yeah i don't know it's it's just also like i don't know and i it was the idea of like me being because i went to i went on um missions trip you're familiar with it operation barnabas yeah when i was a um when i was in high school Mm -hmm. okay and we were encouraged to uh go up to people in restaurants and preach the gospel to them. Mm-hmm. And we had a, this is, I mean, it's embarrassing. I'm very embarrassed of this, but we would go up to them and we would, we had like a track, like a thing, like a whole thing we would say to them and ask them if they're a good person and <clears throat> if they think they're going to heaven. And if, you know, um, and I'm embarrassed of it, man. We'd go up to people and people, and we wouldn't, it was just this idea that like we would go up to them and like start saying things that have no truth in their life, be abrasive. Mm -hmm. And, and it was also like we, there was this guilt that came with it. If you didn't, if we went to a fast food place, you're like a bad Christian. If you didn't reach out, like you didn't care. So I do it all the time. And then my, my brother and I, we would do it after, for like we did it after for like a couple weeks and we mm-hmm. were like trying to do it and we kind of had this shared sense of like oh we guess we got to we hated it yeah and the moment when we both kind of decided like we don't have to do this we don't want to do this we don't even think it's right was one of the most like freeing moments in my life because mm-hmm. i was like plagued by this i felt dirty the whole time i was doing it mm-hmm. um 
and it was the moment I had where I thought, I don't think, I think there's a God. There's definitely a God. And I, I believe in Jesus Christ, but this is wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, that's where I'm going to call it wrong. Yeah. It felt awful, you know? Yeah. And the, I mean, the design for that, you know, what you talked about earlier, you know, if people really believed what they were talking about, they would spend all their time out right talking and telling people about that you know the yes. design for that is yeah. to help believers or christians um young christians to to build those sk- skills for how to do that in everyday conversation which you know i'm not going to say that i think that that's always the best route to take i think when you are talking about things like that and you don't have a relationship or any picture in someone's life yeah i mean every right. once in a while you might there might be a moment where someone just needed that truth and you were there and you told them that, but you know, it'll probably go as well as it usually goes when you try to take something that someone else doesn't think or believe or want to know and force it down their throat without taking a moment to understand who they are, or what their life's about. Like, right. It doesn't go well. If they're like with it, their family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's many different ways to have, like we're having this conversation right now. Right. And I don't feel like you feel like I'm, jamming my thoughts down your throat or vice no versa, i so. feel honestly i i'm concerned for you i feel bad for why you. are you okay yeah okay because i i don't know the only thing i'm concerned about is there's a lot of things that we've talked about that i haven't studied and looked for right looked through for a long time right and i don't like quoting things i don't like talking about passages that i haven't read for a long time because yeah. i don't want to accidentally lie or misspeak yeah. or say something that's in totally the bible that's not it. in the bible yeah so that's the only thing that i'm i'm nervous about yeah so yeah we'll figure it out if yeah. we have to cut stuff out we will but no i no and i don't feel yeah no i appreciate you having this mm-hmm. talk and i i yeah th- i mean it's really these are just things i kind of came up in and mm-hmm. i think i was taught a lot to not sin mm-hmm. that was and maybe not as much like why self-sacrifice i would say maybe not yes not as much why not to sin absolutely yeah not as much here's why you don't sin mm-hmm. go ahead and sin but watch Concealed what happens d- yeah watch mm-hmm. maybe there's a reason you don't sin yeah other than it makes god cry yeah so to me a lot of my you know childhood in high school was don't make god cry Mm -hmm. versus be self-sacrificial look out for those who have less than you Mm -hmm. but i rather than hearing that i heard a lot of like don't conceal don't feel what's that say that what's that idea frozen conceal don't feel all right, cool. You know, packing, plug pack. Disney's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Do I get paid for this? All right, yeah, no. you do. Oh, we'll figure something out. <laughs> no, I mean the the idea of don't understand why, don't think about it, don't look into it, don't understand, just do it. You know, just stop that because you're bad. Right. Do this because you're good. I mean, that doesn't that doesn't ever a healthy way to respond to things. I mean, you need to right. know why you're doing or thinking what you're thinking and doing. And if you don't know that, then maybe you should take a time to figure it out. Um, but right. n- not figuring it out and avoiding looking into it is not an answer either. I mean, yeah. 
Yeah. Like if you have a question about the Bible, then read the Bible and try to figure it out. Right. Um, if you don't understand why the Bible said something about why, you know, God wiped out nations of people, look into it. Right. Talk to people that are knowledgeable on that subject and understand. I don't read Greek. Right. I don't read Aramaic. Like, you know, that's not something that I've spent my time learning. But if I felt like I needed to, I mean, I guess I could to, to understand how it was originally written and, and get those things. But, and I think that's, that's kind of what we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. And it was in a, it was in that podcast I was listening to earlier with Glenn Beck, but he talks about that believing that a God would appreciate genuine questioning rather than blind fear. Oh yeah. It's the idea. Look into, Oh, this, this verse in the Bible makes you uncomfortable and makes you question the idea of God and this God in particular, Mm -hmm. that's on you to say, this thing, this Bible, this book that I believe is divinely inspired says, I'm not going to give an example because we don't want to do that anymore, but look into it. Yeah. Question. Cause I think it's very, I think it's incredibly arrogant to say this book that you were given and you were told to read your entire life is the divine word of God. And to assume that that's correct and to say, look no further than this book, I think is arrogant. Mm -hmm. I think it's arrogant to assume that the most convenient possible explanation is the true one. Well, and I guess I don't, I don't understand that statement. It's convenient that someone said, Hey, tell you like, this is what you should do. Just do it and shut up. Right. But look no further. Yeah. But I mean, even with that, I mean, following what the Bible says, I've never heard someone describe it as convenient or easy or, you know. I'm not saying, what, no, I'm not okay. saying, I'm not saying that at all. Okay. I'm not saying following the teachings of the Bible are easy. It's just, you're saying it's convenient just to have someone say, hey, do these things. Here's the answers. Here's the okay. cheat codes to what you're supposed to do here on earth. Yeah. And then the other side of that, though, is, you know, what if it is? I mean, what if there are some answers there? You're right. I mean, just because someone does say it, there, there could be answers here, doesn't mean that there's not. I mean... Absolutely. And that's one thing I've had to experience in my life, mm-hmm. is I've had to go out in the world and say there are no answers, and look at other people, and look at other things, and follow other people's ideologies, and try different things. Mm-hmm. And then having to come back and say okay there's a lot of like the bible is good you know in a lot of ways having to come back and say well i tried that i did some of that and i Mm -hmm. experienced that and that was not good Mm -hmm. and it did sell the bible to me because of the truth and the spirituality and the self-sacrifice and everything in it Mm -hmm. i i i came to terms with that i'm like Mm -hmm. well this is you know let's look more into the bible because there is a lot of truth in there. Because I've seen the darkness that the Bible warns about. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of talked about in the 100th episode of the podcast is that revelation that the darkness is out there. And there is a lot of light in Christianity. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, enough about me. 
No, I, I enjoy hearing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I don't know. I appreciate it. I didn't want to feel like I was, like, attacking you and, like, no. you represent Christianity to me. No, not at all, man. Yeah. I'm, that's the point of talking about this stuff is... Right. ...is to figure those things out. I mean, that's really what it is, is, is to have a discussion and what, you know... This is what I think and what I believe and why. And, right. you know, if you find that logical, if you find that, you know, found, like, if you find it, right. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. If you find it to be true, like, yeah. you know, it could be answers that you want. Yeah. If you don't want to believe it, like, that's something you don't, I mean, you don't have to do that. Um, I do. Yeah. You know, I think that there's a lot of logical things about it. Um, I think there's a lot of things that have been learned about it outside of itself that have been supported by it um yeah i mean that's just really what i encourage you to do like is if you don't know find out but don't not look because then you won't find anything right yeah there's a lot of negatives sorry no i get what you're saying okay um yeah yeah it's i don't know there's just a lot to that i are you afraid of how much of your and like honestly how much of your how much are you afraid of hell I really don't want to go there like a lot yeah does that make sense <laughs> like no I you no, I appreciate it, you being honest and saying it's terrifying yeah if you just read the description I mean what good could come from any interpretation of what that is yeah but I think being that's what makes that it weirds me out that's the part that weirds me out mm-hmm. is i feel like i'm being coerced into bowing down and saying the prayer and being convincing myself to believe okay um because i can't i don't know what's fear and what's genuine connection with god because i sh- i sh- don't want to go to hell yeah i mean i think when you're seeking to get to know him and you want to know him and when you want to be obedient because you believe what he says is right and what is wrong and i mean that's those are some good indicators that indicate indicators that's a word wow. you used it right man. indicators yeah he killed it Whew. um you know i think that that's a good indicator that you you do want to pursue him that you you yeah. want to get to know him now right. you have to make a decision whether you want you know him to have that sovereignty in your life like you know that's a decision you have to make um but there's i mean one of the you know things that, that talks about in the bible and wow it sounded really educated um no one knows the whole bible yeah it's fine but you know it talks about the fear of god and yeah. if you read about who he is in the bible you know if you think about a being that is all-powerful is everywhere knows all things can be anywhere and do any like can do whatever is in his character to do um that's kind of terrifying right mm-hmm. i mean especially if you aren't in alignment with what he thinks or, or wants or what he thinks or believes is, is right. correct um that's just straight up terrifying anything that's more powerful especially in a human condition like anything that's more powerful than us naturally we respond with fear oh for sure anything we don't know anything that is more powerful or can control us yeah we respond with fear 
Um, but fear also isn't necessarily a bad thing. Fear keeps us from shoving our hand in a like lawnmower or, you know, from doing things that can hurt us. And yeah. that doesn't make fear bad or unhealthy. I think, and I guess this is this, on that note, mm-hmm. I think the fear of hell is unnecessary. Why? Because I think what the Bible warns against, sin. The things it tells you how to live. Okay. What it says is right and what's wrong. Right. I think in and of themselves have large enough consequences. And the way it tells you to live self-sacrificially, I think there are enough fearing your own demise and your own shitty life. Mm-hmm. We know we were just talking about people we knew that you know they just they fell into that darkness. Yeah, and I think the fear of that darkness, whether it be drugs or maybe you just you want glory or whatever or you know materialism, whatever mm-hmm. it is, that's enough fear <clears throat> to be wrapped up in that. There's plenty to live hell on earth because we've all seen it. You know, we all know people living hell on earth. Mm -hmm. It's here. It exists. And I just don't think the fear of a afterlife burning forever is even necessary. And almost doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. It's either there or it's not, but it doesn't make sense to me. I guess, you know, with that, there's there's several things that, you know, that I want to say. But one is, you know... You know what, and this is gonna sound, you know, as aggressive as I can sound, but yeah, bring it on, dude. <laughs> Give it to me, man. But, I mean, what gives? What gives you the right to decide that that is enough, or that that is what that's like? I mean, what gives you the authority oh, to say that that this think, is enough? Right. What I think doesn't matter to anyone else but myself. It okay. doesn't matter at all. What I what whether I believe there's a God uh-huh. or not doesn't change the fact if there is or not. Yeah. Right? It doesn't matter whether I believe there's a hell or not. But I'm saying what resonates with me is if there was God just saying, Do you want to live hell on earth? Then live this life. Live for yourself. Take care of you. Make sure your needs are met. Make sure you're having fun. Mm-hmm. Go nuts. But then what happens after? Like what's next then? What after in the afterlife? Yeah, like after you die. I don't know. Doesn't I? Don't, I don't know. Okay, that doesn't make sense. Afterlife doesn't make sense okay, to me because heaven happens after life. Heaven doesn't happen here on earth. On earth, excuse me. Yeah, and so hell happens after. I mean, so there's like heaven's even. In, I guess what I'm saying to that: Who am I to say what makes sense? Okay, yeah. All I'm saying is I'm no one. Okay, but to me, what I just to say oh yeah you have to live hell on earth and then when you're done you live in a burning lake of fire forever Mm -hmm. to me if someone were explaining that to me it would be like well that's if i don't know and what if what if like and this i've just thought about this so i don't know how formed it is but like what if those consequences here on earth what if those were warnings and not necessarily punishment like, hey, stop doing this. Hey, stop doing this. Hey, stop doing this. Hey, stop doing this. This is going to happen. It happened. Like To give you a taste of your future? 
it's just a thought like no that's a totally again legitimate thought yeah like with a parent i mean you think about a parent when a kid does something bad or unsafe when they're too old to understand language or too young to understand language and stuff like they get spanked whether you think spanking's right or wrong whatever um but you know they get spanked they get a punishment hey you shouldn't do this this is gonna hurt you hey you shouldn't do this this is gonna hurt you Uh, like a preemptive like no, later like down a the kid line. does like they go to run out of trap in front of traffic right like, so you get spanked, spanked. for it, so you reach to touch a hot stove you get spanked like or disciplined however is appropriate for whoever's listening to this sure you know, yeah yeah it's respective i perspective yeah i do i uh i get that argument and could be could be even just the idea of think how absurd our life is our mm-hmm. lifespan this brief speck of dust we are you yeah. know and then it, it just doesn't it, if you really believe in eternity yeah and your being lives forever what like, about it this just doesn't matter why doesn't it matter because it's so brief this life yeah but all this life matter. also affects everything that happens after that. So, I mean, it does. If you believe the Bible, because that's kind of what we've been talking about. So if we're talking about something other than that, this isn't applicable. But if you believe the Bible, this life affects what happens after that. So it is important. And, you know, God has placed us here for... How does it affect of, heaven and your eternal life in heaven or hell? If you don't have a life here, if you're not ever a person or a human being or have a spirit that none of that matters because you've never existed does that make sense like yeah but i don't even know if you really like do you but now we're talking about what heaven's like but or what eternal life's like yeah um like you said this life doesn't matter because of how short it is in comparison to eternity right but this life is the first step before eternity yeah but let's say eternity is actual time time is experienced the same way we experience it now but it just lasts forever yeah sure okay in two million years are you gonna even remember us sitting here i don't know i've never been to heaven right and i've never been to hell but i sure feel like i would rather spend two million years in heaven yeah than two million two million years in hell i think ultimately what i'm saying is i don't get it okay and we you know it, that's okay i don't get so much in my life you can't you can't under you, no one's gonna know everything right but i think there are some things that we can know i'm not willing to say that there is nothing you can know in this life what's your unless we live in the matrix then we could know nothing because this isn't real yeah but some people but believe that's, that. that's like that's, not even you're not making a joke because that's genuine like sure and some people actually how would you know yeah some people believe that that yeah. this is just a face or a false reality like how could you prove that it's not how could i prove what happened at the beginning no one can no there's a lot of mystery out yep, there there is what's uh what's your what's a uni- what's your universal truth universal truth what's the thing where you're like that's that you know i think because of what i understand right now i think that it's you know that it's 
it's logical that you can believe in an intelligent designer. And I believe that what the Bible, uh, sorry, I'm talking around the mic. And I believe that what the Bible says about that, I think it makes sense. Um, I think it makes as much sense as someone would try to make, you know, um, the Big Bang Theory sound or um, a lot of other popular, I'm not going to go through, I don't have a lot of them right in my... The turtle back. The turtle back? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one. Because I know a lot about that one. <laughs> it's like, it's uh, like Navajo. Have you heard about the turtle's back? Oh, how, yeah, like okay, how, yeah. like the giant turtle, like carried everyone you gotta to, believe in something crazy yeah i mean you know? none of us were there nope none sure of us were there speculating all of us yep and you have to make a decision based off of what you you know what you right. think is the the most true um and i haven't yeah. been you know i haven't been convinced other than that you know i believe that that god is real i believe that right humans are messed up um I believe that God created a way to deal with that, and that was Jesus Christ. Um, and I believe that he gave us a way to have redemption for all that. I mean, mm -hmm. I believe that God gave us a lot of answers to questions that everyone's asking. It just depends on whether or not you are able to decide whether you're going to give someone else authority over your life or not. I mean, that's honestly what I think a lot of those questions come down to. Um, whether you're willing to allow someone else to dictate what's right and wrong in your life. If you're not, then you're not. That's your decision to make. Um, but if you are, and you're, you know, you're willing to believe what the Bible says or open to it, you might find a lot of answers. Yeah. Yeah, I do think that's coming from a different perspective a lot of times if you're looking for it. Mm -hmm. And you could find it. And I, yeah, I don't know. I think so many people are content with not looking. I mean, right. you can't be accountable for something you don't know, right? right? But the thing is you can. I mean, like, you can justify in your own mind if you didn't know something that, you don't have to deal with it because right. ignorance is bliss, right? That's what they say. Yeah. No, it's so. true. It is true. You know, I think you can be religious. You can be agnostic. Ignorance is bliss. You know, you keep looking forward. Don't look around. Mm -hmm. You can be pretty comfortable. Yeah. It's and no fun though. It's not. No. no. Our, I think our culture specifically right. hates not being comfortable so much. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a whole other subject. I don't know if we have time for that tonight. <laughs> yeah, that could be good too. Uh, yeah, and I think, um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't want to. I was gonna. I was gonna respond to something we were talking about earlier, but I'll just I'm tell here, you after. I'm here all night, man. Yeah, uh, literally. I'm yeah, you're crushing. <laughs> oh, you can't stay here. Oh, this is I have this like is four other house guests staying here. What's five? Too many. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's decided. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> do you have anything you wanted to, any idea or anything you were like, oh, I really wanted to make sure people 
know that I feel this way. And I, th- uh, I want to. I think mainly just like the things that we talked about. Just know that they're in conversation. Like we didn't research and hash all this out um, beforehand. So True. you know, if there's something yeah. that did get misquoted, or you know, if I said something that wasn't 100 percent right, you know, we're just having a conversation. Accidents happen, so. Um, I'd love to have a conversation about it if there's something you didn't Email agree with. the anecdotal experience at gmail.com. <laughs> Boom, no one's welcome. ever emailed it. Never? Never. It I always exists. tell people. It, yeah. It actually exists. People like okay. message the Facebook and stuff, but they never okay. email the email. All right. So, yeah. No, and I'll po- I think that's important. I think if you're going to. How often do we everyone do that? They're like, I read this, I saw this, I read yeah. this, I read, and they're just saying stuff that they heard from a person. Yeah, which so, I mean, we all hear things from. We people. all do, but I think it's important to, like we we're doing now, recognize that like, I heard that in the Bible, mm-hmm. and I I'm it's there in my memory, but I'm not, I don't got it in front of me. Yeah. So, and then when you hear it, understanding the context of what was actually being said, like, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Cool. I think people understand that. They forgive you. Oh, thank you. You should have known more Bible verses. Though. I should have. You should have known references. Yep. You went to Awana, dude. I went to Awana. <laughs> That's the Bible. I don't know so if people many know years. this. Yeah. I think a lot of people do. Yeah, I don't yep. know. Yep. Uh, I got so many stars in my crown. Or jewels. Oh, yeah, dude. Mm. I didn't. I hated Bible verses. I hated it, too. Yeah. I still did it. Um, <laughs> what was I going to... What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Dude, this has been the most intense episode of the podcast. Really? For sure. 100%. Yeah. Okay. 100%. I mean, there have been some episodes that were, like, intense stories and stuff. Yeah. But this one's completely different than all the other ones. Okay. So. But it was fun. And thank you. Dude, right back at you. Cool. I love talking about this stuff, so. Awesome. Well, I'm glad because yeah, <laughs> there were some moments where I'm like, I should lay off a bit. No, but. dude, you can push as hard as you uh, as you want. Cool. All right, we'll say goodbye to everyone. See you later. All right, bye, bye.